Welcome to the Learning About Dogs podcast featuring Kay Lawrence of Learning About Dogs, and I'm Sue McGuire, teacher of dogs and people in the San Francisco Bay Area. Hey, nag, 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 nag. What would you rather do, attention training or reward approach learning? Yes. Kay. Kay. Are you paying attention? <laughs> How am I supposed to know if you're paying attention? I can't see. Well, exactly. Wanna... If you're interesting enough, I'll pay attention to you. Okay, fine. What do I have to do to be interesting? <laughs> We're joking around, but right. this is annoying the heck out of us. This uh, must say dog name first, dog must focus yes, first, yes, insert yes. whatever, command. Um Let's talk about well, this, this is just traditional traditional mindset of I'm the master and you must pay attention to me because I'm talking, um, which always assumes that the dog's not paying attention until you say their name. Right. But if it's if it's something that I'm interested in, you don't have to say my name at all. My names for my dogs are simply to identify one dog from another. Yes, I, I don't expect to ever train my dogs by saying their name. In fact, I was just doing a little bit of training with the girls because they're in season at the moment. So we're trying to keep them busy. And I asked them both to go to their beds. And I say to one, you do something or other. And she knows it's her because I'm giving her eye contact. And the other Mm -hmm. just waits in her bed for me to give eye contact to her. I don't have to discriminate that this is her. But when I get a new puppy, the puppy will tend to assume that they're one of the group as they are when they're one of the litter. And you definitely need to say, this is yours and this is not yours. So their name tells them when it's their opportunity to come through the gate or their opportunity to get a treat. But the important thing is that when you say somebody else's name, they learn that it's not for them. And that's the significant thing about names. It says when it is your opportunity and it says when it's not your opportunity. But eye contact will do that as well. You know, mm-hmm. if you, you one day I took all my students to a, um, a guy who run a pack of hounds um, and you're talking about 50, I think it was 56 dogs in a group. I think these were the males. Oh, no, these were the girls. because <laughs> Their names were like, do what? Um, and to bring them in to feed, he would bring them in in the order of those that were either the slowest eaters or the ones that needed to eat the most. So the food is in this enormous great trough and 50 dogs are going to eat from the same trough at the same time. But if you let them all in as a group, the bigger ones, the stronger ones, the faster eaters will get the most out of the trough. So he'd have the doorway open and he'd be standing in the doorway and he'd call each dog through one at a time. Well, they are paying attention. They're all standing there looking at him <laughs> because there's something of value behind that door that they want to get to. And he would go be thick. Bloodwin, and this is a Welsh pack, and all the oh. girls had bitches, the, the females had names beginning with B. And I'm going, my goodness, how do you remember all the dogs' names? And you had to learn them. But in actual fact, the dogs came through because he gave them eye contact. Ah. Yeah, and they came through one at a time. And the value of it was to say, you can come through, but the other 55 have to hold position because he's not looking at them. Oh, so valuable. So, you know, that's that's an old school thing. I mean, that is part of our history of living with dogs but once we got into this me master you dog slap your leg fido heel and you had to you know say everything that you wanted the dog to do you had to add a name in front of it otherwise they wouldn't know they're supposed to do it um 
you know, that's old fashioned because if I'm doing anything with the dog, we are both attentive to each other all the time. Yes, but it, it works both ways. If I want my dogs to be attentive to me, I have to be attentive to them. Even to the point where I'm doing some training with my dog as in, in a rehearsal for a, um, a competition event and somebody was talking across the room, hey, Kay, have you got any toys with you doing this, that and the other? And I'm training my dog. I'm not going to suddenly stop and talk to a person. I'm going to say to my dog, I think she's talking to us. Well, let's take a break for a minute. Let me put you back on the lead and ask you to wait here. Yes, what did you want? <laughs> Yeah, because it's rude if I'm having this conversation and if I'm talking to you, I wouldn't keep going. All right, Sue, you know what I mean, Sue? Hey, Sue, what did you do on Friday? If you're <laughs> talking to me, I know you're giving me attention. I don't have to keep saying your name. So if you're in a situation where you think you ought to say the dog's name, something's not working. We're not actually having a conversation yet. And, you know, I might be in the field with the dog and at the moment, Todd's, what, six months old? And he's zipping around the field. And he's having a look at this, having a look at that. And i got some treats in my pocket. And one of the oldest is near me. And I get the treat out. And I talk to the treat. And I go, oh, this is a treat that belongs to Flink. Flink is as deaf as a post. But Todd can hear me talking to Flink. And he goes, I want some of that. What's going on? Thank you for paying attention. We hope you found it rewarding. Links to the courses and other offerings are all contained in the episode notes. Thanks for listening.